0: Hey, it's Bob Stauffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you from Tampa Bay, Florida with the Edmonton Oilers. This is Oilers Now. Brought to you by World of Spas, the Edmonton Oilers. Tomorrow, 2 o'clock puck drop uh, for you back Uh, in oil country against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who Edmonton swept in a pair of games last season. Coming up on today's show, we'll set it up between these two teams, the Oilers and the Lightning. We'll hear from uh, two different uh, segments with Edmonton Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch. Uh, We'll get to some of his quotes from his veil earlier today, and then a sit-down one-on-one interview with Chris Knobloch coming up at 6.05. Connor Brown, back in the lineup. Uh, He will make an appearance. We'll have a conversation with him at 525 we will also uh, hear from Stuart Skinner uh, who's uh, played a lot better here of late uh, and he is the starter tomorrow uh, for the Oilers Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey and Rogers for GCL Diesel at 535 and in our Oilers throwback segment presented by Conlon Motorsports Dwayne Rolison Roly the goalie now uh, living down here in Tampa Bay actually he was here today for practice and then he flew into Lake State, which is in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, to go watch his two boys play. He's the uh, volunteer goaltending coach on Lake Superior State. Of course, Rolison, uh worked uh, a number of years ago with the following five goaltenders in the Anaheim organization. Jonas Hiller, um, along with Victor Faust, and then Frederick Anderson kind of resuscitated his career, worked with uh, uh, John Gibson, and then Aiden Hill as well. So Dwayne Rolison coming up at 635. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 496 63 Ring in the new year. Brett Kissel, live at the River Cree, December the 31st. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. The River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. The Oilers are in Anaheim that night for a 5 o'clock game. at 6 o'clock Edmonton time. I'm doing the math here. We'd fly out of Anaheim at 9, which is 10 Edmonton time. Uh, get back in about one thirty on uh, January 1st. You can reach us on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer. Brendan Escott is back at the 630 Jed Studios at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, you hosted the show yesterday as we had the five-hour flight from Edmonton down to Tampa Bay uh, yesterday. What was the uh, sentiment out there in terms of uh, sort of the, uh, the listening audience with the Oilers coming off the 4-3 overtime victory against... Uh, Who did we play uh, the other night Uh, that played pretty good, may I add? Oh, yeah, it was the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, I mean, people
1: uh, understand that it's still early impressions and I think there was a lot of acknowledgement of how the first two periods of that game went. I tended to lean to the side that, okay, regardless of that, you came out with an emotionally charged victory and that to me is the kind of launch pad they need. But there's also a lot of people out there, including John Shannon, who's saying let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. There was a spell that uh, was highlighted even by Chris Knoblock of 12 minutes where they played pretty Pretty poorly in that
0: in that same game. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, still a work in progress. The Oilers trying to dig themselves out from a 2-9-1 start, a 3-9-1 start that cost uh, Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson, their respective jobs. Two guys that did a really good job. Jay having a six forty three winning percentage uh, as a head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. The top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. If that's how you build a Legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Connor Brown will play tomorrow for the Edmonton Oilers. He led the stretch today. As we go into the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future for a free financial consultation. Visit McGuirefinancial.ca. Connor Brown will line up on a line with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Look, it's a meeting of some of the best players in the world. McDavid with three hearts, four Lindsays, and five Art Ross trophies. Um leon Draisaitl with the heart of Lindsay and an art ross uh, has got six points in two games since J, uh, since the coaching change with chris knobloch as head coach he will center evander kane and zach hyman evander Kane seven goals 14 points in his last 10 games oilers need some productivity out of ryan mcleod warren fogle and now derek ryan on the right line of course dylan holloway out multiple weeks Uh, with a uh, knee injury. Uh, McLeod has not scored an 18 shots on goal this year. That line of McLeod, Fogle, and Derek Ryan in the series against Vegas, games 2 through 6, against the Stanley Cup champions, an excellent 5-on-5 team. Those guys had over a 70% Corsi in that series. Meaning the Oilers had you know, considerably more shot attempts on the ice when those guys were out there. The puck was in the Vegas end. The problem was that it ended up three goals, four, three goals against. James Hamlin, I believe, with Adam Ernie and Sam Gagne. Um... Just a hunch. Lavois did take some rotations through there. Nurse and CC Matthias Eckholm and Evan Bouchard. Bouchard's up to a point per game at 15 points in 15 games this season. Brett Kulak only played 12 18 against Seattle. He's minus seven uh, with Vincent Darnay. That third pairing has not had the same success it did have in the back half last year. No doubt about it. Stuart Skinner is going to start in goal. We'll hear some clips from him as well coming up. 4 5 and 1 of 3.23 goals against average 880 save percentage. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat Chicago last night 4-2. They're 4-2 and 2 at home. John Cooper in his 12th season as head coach. Braden Point up front with Brandon Hagel, a 30-goal scorer last year. Hagel out of Mournville, .51 goals last season. 18-19 Hart Trophy winner Nikita Kucherov had 113 points last season. He is the right wing on an excellent first line. Now, Anthony Sorelli, who's one of six players that Chris Noblok coached in Erie that's going to theoretically play in tomorrow's game. He did not finish the game against Chicago last night, but they had Sorelli between Stamkos and a player that I've always liked, Nick Paul. Michael Essamont, who scored Goals for three different teams last year, Winnipeg, San Jose, and Tampa with Tanner Juneau and Tyler Mott, and then Luke Glendeni with well, Terry Morella and Austin Watson. Morella, a undrafted free agent at 25, 6'5, right shot out of uh, Tapera Tampere of the Finnish League, the SM Liga. Victor Hedman with Nick Perbex. Nikita or uh, uh uh, Mike uh, Sergeyev uh, will be with Eric Cernak who spent two seasons with Knobloch in Erie, Calvin DeHaan Along with Darren Radish, who was coached for seven years by Knobloch, five in Erie, the four and a half seasons Knobloch was there, and then two years with Hartford in the American League. Matt Tompkins and Jonas uh, Johansson are the goaltenders right now, as Andre Vasilevsky is recovering from an off-season injury. Uh, so you got uh, Kucherov, who won the eighteen nineteen Hart. Hedman won the seventeen eighteen Norris. Vasilevsky won the Vezina in eighteen nineteen. That was a year, by the way, they got swept in four straight by Columbus. Yeah, we'll save it for a little bit later, a little tidbit that we're gonna throw your way coming up. Just, ah, no, I can't, I gotta get to it. I gotta get to it. All right, Brendan, so when you look at assets required, and the asset cost, draft capital, and that sort of thing, skill testing trivia question, how many picks do the Tampa Bay Lightning have in the first two rounds of uh, the 2024 and 2025 NHL draft? Yeah, if you're asking me, I would guess none. They trade those a lot. Yeah, so they've got a uh, second rounder in 25. So they tra- They traded the, uh, if people remember, they traded the 2023 and 2024 conditional number ones to Chicago for Brandon Hagel. In a deal that also included Taylor Radish. Uh, who played for Knobloch and Arian, Boris Kachuk? So two former number twos and then two conditional number ones. They turn around and they signed Hagel to an eight-year extension at $6.5 million. So they got a real player, and he's turned into a hell of a player for them. They did a good job pro scout-wise identifying him. And then last year at the deadline, they traded the 2025 number one and a 2024 number two with three other picks for Tanner Jeannot. And then signed Genoa to a short-term extension. Uh, Genoa had 24 goals and 130 penalty minutes a couple of years ago for Nashville. So here's where I'm going. We have a lot of people talk about conceptually what the Edmonton should be doing. You know, as an example, what do you, uh, you know, what do you do if Jack Campbell is down in the minors right now? I think Tampa Bay is basically showing us the path, and the path is if you're going to trade first and seconds, you need to get players back that. Are with your program for multiple years Um, you know they traded a number one a couple years ago to get uh, Blake Coleman and he played a couple playoff runs for them as well the Oilers gave up what amounted to two number ones right Uh, when they made the trade with the Nashville Predators to get Matias Sackholm and that's if you recall correctly, where they turned around and they uh, Oilers uh, ended up moving a guy that we all liked, Reed Schaefer, 32nd overall pick in 2022 and the Oilers uh, first rounder last year uh, to get uh, Matias Ekholm. So in the next, next two years, the Tampa Bay Lightning don't have a number one or number two coming up this year and they don't have a number one in the next year. And trust me, they're still gonna be active. The Oilers still have their first and second this year and a first next year. And I think many of the listeners would agree with me, no problem moving those picks if it ends up in a situation where they can get back players that can fill some gaps on their team. So anyhow, there's your game day lineup report. It's brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Let's head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear. Check out Direct Workwear's new FR parka with enhanced warming features for just $270. Uh, Chris Knobloch, uh, and we'll have a longer, more extended uh, conversation with Chris at 6.05 today. Really our first exclusive one-on-one for radio with them. But Chris Knobloch says it's easier to get to know the players on the road. At home, we're we're, um,
2: at the rink, obviously. At Rogers, it's a beautiful facility. And um, the players like hanging around there because it's, it's, you know, everything's uh, amenities are are great. Uh, So you do get to see them. It's not like they're racing out to get out of there. Uh, But when you're on the road, you catch a guy getting on the bus and... um, I don't know, it's just more relaxed, and you have more opportunities to talk to talk to the players.
0: That is uh, Oilers head coach Chris Knoblock, who also uh, had this to say about Stuart Skinner: a very nice
2: young man who's um, motivated to play well, and um, you know, from what I've seen, I'm, I've been very impressed. And I've only seen him in two practices and two games, but you know, obviously, any goaltender there's ups and downs, and his level of play is it's not going to be like that every night but uh certainly he has a capability of being like that uh most nights and um you know this is what the team needs is solid goaltending and he's
0: provided that Friesen tweeted out earlier today, we always credit the source here, uh, Stuart Skinner has a 3-0 record with a 1.66 goals against average and a 9.42 save percentage in his last three starts for uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Again, welcome everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you from Tampa Bay, Florida, and we're in the Oilers audio audio uh, uh, vault uh, section uh, for our friends at Direct Workwear. And Knoblock says, consistent goaltending always builds confidence and trust. Absolutely. Players want to have the confidence in the goaltenders. And the last thing players want
2: is if I make a mistake, it's going to end up in our net. And um, so
0: often that's when more mistakes happen. And uh, Knobloch also uh, shed some insight on how he handles goaltending and who plays. Yeah, no. It all depends on the schedule
2: and back to back. I like to split the goalies and not having that goalie play back to backs. Mm-hmm. Um, the goalie's winning. You obviously play with him a little bit longer, give him a longer leash. Um, I, I don't know. Every um, situation is uh, is different. And right now, just coming in here, Skinner has been playing really well, and you know we're probably gonna continue going on that route for a little a little bit longer.
0: All right. Meanwhile, Stuart Skinner uh, had these thoughts on taking on a heavier workload here. It's been nice. Yeah. Um, I think just being able to have that
2: consistency of uh, of playing every, uh, you know, a lot of games has been has been great. You kind of get into a flow of getting to a rhythm, just like what you said. So, um, yeah, I think it can go a long ways for sure. Um, It's also nice to to know that everyone's battling every single day and kind of keeps you, again, on that standard where you got to show up every day. So it's it's been a lot of fun.
0: There you go, that's Stuart Skinner. Again, those numbers, 3-0, 1.66 goals against average, 942 save percentage. Bob Stoffer down in Tampa Bay. Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Chet Studios. So, Brendan, the question that gets asked now is, did the Edmonton Oilers help this process out? Was it a matter of time that Skinner got his game going, or by eliminating his competition, and some might assert to you his competition eliminated himself, But when Jack Campbell went down and they needed to shake up the team after the loss against Vancouver, even though it was Skinner and goal for that game, is it noticed? Because it's certainly, I get the sense that Skinner knows it's him. Did that help the scenario for him to get focused and get his game turned around? What do you think? I think it's fair to say
1: that when you're the guy you can operate with a little bit more swagger and that might have been what Stu was missing from his game in the first place and getting consistent uh, time to know we've talked about this with the guys that suit up up front when you know that you've got some leeway to make a mistake and it's not going to result in you not getting the start the next night or what have you and I don't think that was necessarily the culture with the goaltenders but just you know so as to say that uh, he has risen to the occasion the stats have backed it up I'm sure the team has elevated its play defensively to help this but in the first 12 games of the season they had an 860 save percentage that was the last in the league since then Skinner's kicked to a 942 as you mentioned Bob that's the third best in the league
0: Here's what we're going to do. It's 521 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. The question is simple. So I gave you the scenario. The Tampa Bay Lightning... They, they trade their first and second round picks. We know they're all in. The Oilers are all in, too. That's part of the reason why they didn't wait any longer on the decision, rightly or wrongly, to make the move on Jay Whitcroft and Dave Manson. Again, Jay's record speaks for itself. He had a 643 winning percentage. But you can text us on the Ashley Pine Flores text line. So Tampa Bay traded away a pair of number ones and a pair of second round draft choices to Chicago to get a player that we talked about at that time that was coming into his own Brandon Hagel. And uh and they turn around and uh Hagel's contract actually doesn't that extension does not start until next year. And then uh Tanner Jeno popped up out of nowhere and they moved, the Lightning moved a first, a second and uh three other picks uh, to go get Tanner Jeno. So the question I have for you is the Oilers have got their first in the next couple of years. Tampa Bay doesn't have their first. They got one of their seconds. Uh, who would you go get? And maybe think of somebody that's reasonably price pointed that is probably ready for a little bit of an increase. And what position would you get it at for the Oilers? Again, 780 Because to be frank with you, I think Julian Breezebaugh and Matthew Darsh and Tampa Bay have shown the way. You don't give picks especially first-rounders, to dump contracts. You just eat the contract. What you do to give picks for is to get good players here and now. So I'm going to throw it out there because we have real smart listeners to the show. Maybe not the smartest host, but some real smart listeners. You text us at 780-496-0063. Identify some players. It can be a top-nine forward. It can be potentially a second-pairing right-shot defenseman. Maybe a goaltender if you can get them. Let me know what you would do. Welcome back everybody, I asked you to text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, I gave you the scenario, Tampa Bay has moved uh two conditional number ones and two former second round picks to go get Hagel. They then turn around to give up five picks in a trade to get Janot and they have subsequently signed both players. That to me is how if you're going to move picks, you got to have players that stay with you. The Oilers did that with Ekholm. You do not trade picks with a player that has negative trade capital. Uh, a, a flurry of picks. And, and for those of you that think as an example, Jack Campbell, he's got 15 million left in his term. Remember the Le- Leafs? gave up at number one to get rid of one year of uh, Patrick Marlowe. Okay. So just do the math there. This texture says, Bob, what about Mac Dumba and potentially, uh, Corral of Vizmalka, who's played quite well, uh, for Arizona. I don't know if they would do that. Nav from Sask- and I don't know if Dumba's necessarily the right, pe- pe- uh, player for Edmonton. Bob, what about Brett Pesci that comes to us from out to Saskatoon? Look, I think Brett Pesci's a hell of a defenseman. I don't know if Carolina's going to be able to afford him. I think Brett Pesci wants to play in the United States. That's sort of the sense I get. That happens once in a while. Um... Again, uh Bob, I would I would do a trade with Philadelphia including Konechny, Hart and DeLaurier. That one comes to us. He's going with a handle. The Polish Pounder. Wow, quite the handle there. Uh well, I love Connecting. I think everybody knows that. He's got a year and a half left in his deal. Hart's a good goaltender. delorier's tough as nails. You'd be talking about a man of trade to make that all work. Let's go to NHL today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromomarketing.com. Drew Shamhorn and the staff at Elite, 40-plus years at Edmonton. Here's Brendan Escott.
1: All right. well we've got the Global Series going on over in Stockholm, so another game in the books already, the Maple Leafs knocking off Detroit 3-2 the Winnipeg Jets hosting Buffalo in about a half hour or so and then Anaheim and Florida in the late game tonight out west. Los Angeles signed Prince George Cougars forward Cohen Zemer to a three year entry level deal today. Drafted him in the third round last year, he's put up 24 points in 16 games with the top team in the WHL's Western Conference. Actually, I think Prince George is even tied for the best record in the whole league. Uh, coming off five losses in a row now, Bakersfield is off. Until next Tuesday, they will host Henderson. The Oil Kings play the Wheat Kings in Brandon tonight. Moose Jaw is hosting tomorrow, and the Golden Bears welcome the Regina Cougars to the Claire Drake in about 90 minutes.
0: All right, and Connor Brown, will run that one-on-one interview with him today at 5.55. Lou to Russ coming up from GCL Diesel at 5.35, but off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.